Yo, I found this dope band called The Hu. T-H-E space H-U. It's like a Mongolian band. It's freaking sick. Highly recommend. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the Hands in the Chile podcast. I'm your host, lifelong nerd and fellow curious mind, Marco Becerra, Marco Duro here. And today we are going to be bringing in player two of the CPU game and see how they stack up against Intel. In this episode, of course, we are talking about AMD and their history and comparing them to Intel a little bit. So strap in. Let's dive right into the motherfucking chili. Let's go. As some of y'all know, it's been a busy month for me. Some of y'all know, some of y'all don't know, but I have actually been at in a military school named or called um, Advanced Leadership Course, and it's been super busy. I've been here for 40 days. Tomorrow makes 41, and tomorrow is the day that I hit the road. So I've been incredibly busy trying to squeeze in time for homework, classwork for ALC, and my civilian class, as well as squeezing two workouts a day in adherence with the phase one part of 75 hard. So it's been a challenge to say the least, but without further ado, let's dive into this, uh, into this topic. So AMD advanced micro devices was founded in 1969 in Santa Clara, California. I'm sure it's dope there. The weather must be awesome there compared to how it's been here in Virginia. Um, the company was founded by a gentleman named Walter Jeremiah Jerry Sanders, who, no relation to Bernie Sanders probably, who was a former executive at Fairchild Semiconductor Corporation and seven other smart-ass people, along with Jerry over here, established AMD. AMD also engages in developing and manufacturing microprocessors, similar to our friends over at Intel, aka the blue team. And this is the red team or orange team, I guess, which not technically a red team because that's kind of like related to hacking. And I don't even think hacking has a blue team. I think it's like black, gray, and red. I could be wrong though. Anyways, the company produced its first product in 1970 and then went public a couple years later, meaning that you could trade and buy stocks of AMD, which I'm sure were way cheaper back then than they are now. I think their stock price is like over a hundred dollars now, which is pretty dope for y'all who got in early, got, got on the buy-in early. Uh, yeah. So they didn't actually manufacture a microprocessor until the mid seventies, which is kind of awkward because you know, we know them as a, as a CPU company. However, later down the road, AMD manufactured second source chips for Intel, which made the CPUs for the famous IBM personal computers, which is kind of dope. Actually, IBM has been in the, in the computer game and the, I guess, uh, I guess integrator game or yeah, computer integrator game, kind of like HP compact, etc. But fast forward to 1991, the best year ever, because that's when your boy was born, me, July, July 1991. I won't give you the date. Uh, uh, then you can figure out all my passwords. Just kidding. You can't. AMD released their first microprocessor, the AM386, which was quite similar to Intel's 386. 
not only, I'm sure not only because of the naming convention convention, I'm pretty sure that it was also very similar in architecture and the way it was like produced and built and stuff. Fast forward to 2016, actually AMD's share since they went public shortly after their founding, actually uh, in 2016, their share hiked up significantly in late 2016, early 2017 after the release of the Zen architecture, which is what the current generation of AMD Ryzen CPUs are using. I think it's the seven nanometer process, which all that means is like the little pieces that make up the, the CPU like chips are is like seven nanometers, which is fucking tiny. It's like less than the width of a pube. If you want to think about how small that is, I'll give you a second. Yeah. So, <laughs> which like is awesome because the more power you can pack in a smaller package, the better. That's what she said. So they're given that they're, old microprocessors were way different from what they are now. They're much smaller, more powerful, and given Moore's Law, which we discussed in the last episode, they have improved their process over time, right? Also, during this time, AMD released some lower-end GPUs, graphic processing units, in order to try and win some market share back from NVIDIA, which would be kind of cool to do an episode of AMD cards versus NVIDIA cards, because I don't honestly know... I honestly don't know much about AMD graphics cards, even though I used to own one back in the Dizay in my HP computer. And I think, I think my pre my my first ever build too. I think I ran one, but I, I honestly don't remember. But um, yeah, they released some low tier cards as well as some higher tier cards to compete with them in like the market of graphics cards. Zen architecture really changed things for AMD. And the joke around the PC world that was back in the day anyways, that if your house had poor heating, you should build an AMD PC because it ran really hot compared to Intel's <laughs> Intel's computers or Intel builds, I guess, that were running a similar setup, which isn't much the case anymore unless I think you run a Threadripper PC, which has like a million, billion, zillion cores. I don't actually know how many cores it has or how many threads I should say, but it's uh, it's pretty dope and it's like massive. It's like this, the width, it's like the size of a credit card, honestly. Uh, that's the like the size of the die on it. But anyways, I digress. This is, you know, not, not really that important unless you are into Zen. I mean, uh, Zen, you know, I'm all over the place, man tired. But if you're into Threadripper, that's pretty dope. I can't afford Threadripper at all. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I haven't really owned... I don't remember what the temperatures were for Intel, but I know that I had a decent cooler when I built my Intel Pentium D computer. And temperatures were usually like around the 60s and 70s if I was gaming. Other than that, they were like in the fifties. So I think they had pretty good. I think they had pretty good cooling. Also depends on like what cooler you buy, right? So anyways, fun fact, actually, 
I owned a Radeon ATI graphics card, as I mentioned before, and I added to this old HP laptop. Damn, I gave that away. Fucking idiot. I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> so like I mentioned before in a few episodes past, like families used to have like the one computer that was in like the living room that everyone used and it had absolutely zero privacy, which I mean, is probably for the better because then you could really make sure that your traffic and your, your browsing history was, was clean. Not so much now that people, you know, have computers in their pockets and they can, you know, look at whatever nefarious weird shit that they want. Like, I don't know, furry videos or some shit <laughs> at work in the, in the toilet or something. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the the PC was garbage and the cooling was garbage. The onboard graphics were pretty much garbage for anything other than just basic like office use, right? So if you just, you know, were making some Word documents or, you know, I don't even think you could really edit videos on that thing. Granted, videos were in like 360 and 720p, so it's not like you had to have a really strong PC to to do that. So by today's standards, yeah, it, it was it was hot garbage, or it is hot garbage. There's actually some builders or integrators that make PCs or build PCs in old computer cases from even from equipment that isn't like for like from a case for in a case from something that isn't a computer and they are like hysterically powerful computers, like with the most high speed CPUs and Ram and graphics cards and all that stuff. And it looks like you have like a printer from like the, I don't know, seventies, but you open it up and there's like a, like an NVIDIA 3080 in there. It's wild. Um, yeah. So the, the case for this old HP was like not user-friendly. It had everything. I don't know if you've ever opened up a computer. If you haven't, well, you should if you want to start tinkering with them. But in, I guess if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But AMD used to be called the CPU for nerds, as my friend Greg's dad once said, which changed since the birth of zen architecture because the cpus have a it's a utility actually called ryzen master that is used for overclocking and it's actually really friendly for you know anyone who's a noob to overclocking like myself i know i sound very knowledgeable like a subject matter expert here but i really am not that knowledgeable on overclocking because i'm kind of scared honestly but I may do it now that my CPU is out of warranty because YOLO, you know, and CPUs have gotten a lot, a lot cheaper since, I don't know, since like, you know, the onset of the, <clears throat> the big cold, the big global cold. But yeah, the Ryzen Master utility makes managing overclocks dummy easy for plebs like myself, which is dope. I run some overclock on my desktop. I should probably get a different cooler for it or reapply thermal paste, but I'll get to that eventually. Now, it hasn't really all been that simple for our boys over here at AMD, unfortunately, because they've kind of fought with Intel ever since they, I guess, were in business and out of business together and all this other stuff. It's like they're they're friends, but they're but they're not friends and all that shit. So in uh, 1994, 
AMD was actually in a court battle with Intel over their microprocessor business and some Supreme Court rulings. Uh, I don't know exactly what it ended in, but there was some antitrust suit filed by AMD against Intel because honestly, I, I don't know. There was there's some like legal language in there that I, I'm not going to pretend to to know what all that means. You ever you ever read anything that has like a legal like any legal language? It's just fucking bananas. It's just like all these words that no one ever uses. It's just like made to be. It's made so that you know normal plebs don't read it and just lawyers can understand it. But I feel like often they don't even really understand it. You just get like a general idea of what the fuck this shit says, but. Anyways, once that suit was handled, it was, you know, ready to, AMD was ready to rock once again, and they purchased a company by the name of NextGen in 1996. I There are some NextGen companies with, or some companies with that name now, but I don't think it's the same company that AMD purchased back in the Dizay. Um, they bought them for 857 million and it helped AMD keep up their competition with Intel in the microprocessor game. In 2000, actually, they created the Athlon processor, which was AMD's big move. And it was its first one gigahertz microprocessor, which is pretty dope. It didn't, they didn't have one until then. Um, a gigahertz is a unit of measurement in frequency and it's, um, that's as much as I know. <laughs> the more gigahertz you have, the better. I know that I think my Intel duo used to run at like 1.2 and that was considered like, Oh my God, that's awesome. You know, but I think my, my, my AMD build, even my laptop build can boost up to like 4.5 or something gigahertz. It's fucking wild. After that, there was the Opteron chip and you know, it just pretty much led up to the Zen architecture. Excuse me, I need some water. This is probably going to end up being a short one. I think at the end of this one, I'm going to build, I'm going to walk through some of the stuff I've been doing as kind of a story mode, story mode, story, <laughs> story time. And uh, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that because. I don't want to not publish something, but I want to make it kind of fun and interesting for y'all because, uh, you know, I really appreciate the fact that y'all have been downloading the episodes, sharing them with your friends, your dog, your cat, your bird, your grandma who is deaf. So, you know, it's cool for her to listen because she can't hear or understand. But like I was saying, um, in 2008, the company kind of started to branch off or I guess spin off some subsidiaries and there was even more issues with Intel after, you know, the mid two thousands, I guess early two thousands. And the controversy, I guess is AMD's and this is from the street.com. This is where I'm getting a lot of this information from shout out to the street.com, not a sponsor. They didn't pay me. I just found this article that was quite useful in here. So here we go. Controversy. I'm going to read this. AMD's existence has been plagued with ongoing battles with Intel over market share and competitive practices, which is just kind of how it goes with, you know, competitors, I guess. 
One of the notable occurrences in 2004, AMD filed a lawsuit against Intel for hindering competition, which is that suit that I mentioned earlier. The AMD was actually requesting some documents and Intel was like, hell no, we ain't giving you shit, dog. But as part of the claim, as part of the claims, AMD asserted that Intel was issuing rebates to customer companies, computer companies, holy shit, in order to keep AMD from getting larger market presence. AMD let go of the case in 2009 when Intel agreed to pay $1.5 billion to AMD and a mutual agreement over a fight for patents over chips. Dang, bro, they were throwing down. More recently, AMD was object of the object of scrutiny. The Wall Street Journal actually reported in 2019 that AMD had given the microprocessor technology to Chinese partners. It was a claim that AMD vehemently denied. That means that they strongly denied it, for those of y'all who don't know what that word is, and coincided with the U.S. Commerce Department blocking developments of the partnership. Makes sense, um, honestly. Uh, who would have not seen that coming, to be honest? Sorry, I thought I heard some someone, somebody sneaking up on me. Uh, so like every other stock, pretty much AMD stock has been hit pretty hard by the market recently due to the global cough. And ironically, the stock has had been doing well, very well, actually. Prior to the sell-off, that shares went down only 4.2% year-to-date. This is from, when's this article from? 2020. So not as comparable to AMD in the timeline here because I believe the Motley Fool article that I shared for for Intel was, what, 2015, 2016, around there? And this is from 2020, but this has a dope little timeline, and I will have this actually listed in the description for the podcast episode in the uh, on the website if y'all want to check that out also if you want to donate to the cause and help me help me help you help us listen to me blabber on about whatever and help me buy equipment and all that stuff you can donate and there's a buy me a coffee button on there you can donate whatever dollar no dollars whatever i honestly only really care at this point about just y'all sharing it give me feedback hit me up on social media over on my podcast email, hands in the Chile at gmail.com or hands in the Chile pod on Instagram and at hands in the Chile on Twitter. I will also list those in the in the description and on the website as well. It's easier to it's easier to view if you actually go on the website. But anyways, on to a little bit of story time. So not related to AMD, but I think in the next one, I'm going to actually break down my current PC build and my laptop build. But so 41-ish days ago, 40 days ago, I traveled down to Southern Virginia for this Army Advanced Leadership. All right, people. I wanted to preface this episode with it's going to kind of be a short one, as some of you all know. Very busy, as I mentioned before, but I am very happy that it's over because I can just move on with my life. I learned some stuff that is really useful, like how to utilize resources. I did meet some awesome people while I was here, and 
regardless of how tough the class was and how much work we had to do and the level of work we all got given at the end of the day, it was a good experience, great learning experience, regardless of, you know, the minutia and some of the back and forth, I guess you could say, because as some of y'all know, the army is always about the hurry up and wait game. So, you know, you hurry up to do something and then you do the thing and then you're just waiting around to, for the next thing. And sometimes, honestly, I don't even think it's anyone's fault. I just think it's like, oh, hey, we made a mistake and, 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 you know, now there's nothing for you to do. So let's do something else. Or like, hey, we got done early with something that we didn't expect y'all to get done early with. So now we got to, you know, I guess readjust. Right. But yeah, I am in the process now of packing up all my stuff. I have actually not packed my podcasting and and laptop and all that stuff. I actually had to use my government laptop. So I had to unbox it from the crate. I brought one of those like moving crate boxes with the yellow lids from Home Depot with me. And that's where all my computer stuff has been nice and protected. And, you know, it's all wrapped up in a moving blanket and stuff. And it's been really clutch. So I'm going to leave you all with that. I really appreciate once again, the the next one will be much more well-researched because I'm going back home and I'll have plenty of time to do that. Also, the stream will be back. I have not had time to stream or really play many video games. And every night I've been here, I've slept maybe like four to five hours. So I'm really excited to go back to normal life and catch up on some sleep because last weekend I slept in and I got about eight and a half hours of sleep and tons of that rest period was like REM sleep and deep sleep. And I was like, wow, no wonder I feel so refreshed. Um, but anyways, yeah. Once again, let me know what you guys think. Hit me up on the social medias, email, Twitter, etc. I'm going to definitely be posting more on the Instagram. Now that I have it up, it's a little tough to manage all the social media accounts with, you know, it's not really that many, but with, you know, being here in school, juggling college and all that stuff. But Anyways, y'all, I'm going to go pack up my car, get some sleep, and until next time, take care, be safe, and embrace this suck, y'all. Peace.